Welcome to the Darwin's Medicine Podcast. My name is Brian Smith. In this series, I will give you insights into how the pharma, medtech and other biomedical sectors are changing. Mostly, I'll be looking at our industry through the lens of Darwinian evolution, because that's the best science we have for understanding the complex adaptive system that is our industry. But I'll also often wander into other areas of management science if I think it offers a useful way of thinking about the issues that biomedical companies face. To respect your time, this podcast will be short, about 10 minutes. But if, like me, you have a curious mind and want to know more, then have a look in the show notes where there are links to further reading. Or if you want to discuss how your company is evolving and how you might direct its evolution, then send me an email at the address in the show notes and I'll be glad to talk to you. Now, I know your time is precious, so let's get into the podcast. It's not often that my enthusiasm for Charles Darwin intersects with my love of another famous author, but this week it did. I was running a workshop about what pharmaceutical and medtech markets will look like in the medium term when I found myself quoting Darwin alongside John Wyndham, the author of Day of the Triffids and other science fiction classics. It was an odd juxtaposition, but it has lessons for how you might lead your business for the future, so bear with me while I start, try to share those lessons. Darwinian evolution is a scientific explanation of how complex adaptive systems change. It applies to biological systems, which inspired Darwin, of course, but also to business environments, which fascinates me. If you have any kind of science background, you'll know that good scientific theories both explain the past and predict the future. The entire life sciences business sector is built on using scientific explanations to predict what will happen if we intervene in a patient's biology. That's so obvious that we barely think about it. Darwinian evolution is a strong theory, very well tested in biology. But the question is, can we use Darwinian thinking to predict where, for example, the pharmaceutical, medtech and other life science sectors are headed? Well, yes and no. No, because the industry is so complex, we just don't have the models clever enough to, for example, predict next year's sales. Just like we don't have models clever enough to predict the exact weather a month from now. But yes, in the sense that it can tell us where to look for signs of the future emerging, just as climate models tell us where to look for nascent tornadoes, for example. Now, knowing where to look for the future is where Charles Darwin intersects with John Wyndham. Wyndham wrote a wonderful short story called Pauli's Peoples about rather vulgar tourists from the future coming to go up at the present. And of course, that allowed the present to glimpse into the future. It's a great story and I recommend it to you, but its value to me was as a metaphor. See, in my workshop, I used it to explain to the delegates that instead of trying to use evolutionary science as a forecasting machine, it's much better to use it as a peephole into the future. So, biologists and ecologists use evolution to glimpse a future of raised global temperatures, reduced biodiversity, and if we're not careful, food and water shortages. In the same way, management scientists of the Darwinian persuasion, 
of which I'm one, can use it to gain imperfect but useful glimpses into the future of complex changing industries such as ours. So let's get practical. Evolutionary science allows you to anticipate how the selection pressures of an environment are changing. This enables a second-order prediction of the consequences. So, for example, if we think a habitat will get drier, we can be reasonably sure that drought-resistant species will thrive at the expense of thirsty species. In my book, Darwin's Medicine, I identified six major shifts in the life sciences environment and used those to predict, amongst other things, speciation of business models in pharma and medtech. Those predictions have turned out to be true. So that's a big picture, strategic way of using Darwinian evolution to guide the adaptation of your business to a changing business environment. But there are other, more immediate uses too. For example, one of the six shifts, the value shift, predicted the peers would change how they define value. So that's a cue for strategic planners to look for signs of it happening. And lo and behold, look at how China is now demanding value comparisons against best in class, not also run competitors. That's a peephole into future peer strategies. In the same way, the information shift told strategists to look for the emergence of telehealth in developing economies. If you want to people into that future, take a look at what Indonesia is doing to cope with the demands of COVID. Likewise, the hollow buy-on shift alerts us to look for unusual alliances designed to create novel value. And sure enough, what GE Healthcare and Sophia are doing is just one example of that. Anticipating the future is obviously important to leading long-term business, but it's hard. Not because we can't see what's happening, but because we can see so much happening. We need to be able to differentiate the noise in the market from the signs of an emerging future. And that's what evolutionary science gives us, peoples into the future. Thanks for listening to the Darwin's Medicine podcast. If you enjoyed it, and I hope you did, then please leave a review and share it with your network on LinkedIn. And if you have any comments or questions, then I'll be delighted to hear from you. Just use the email address in the show notes. I'll see you next time.